0: It is now time for Lisa H. Fuller Ministries with your host, Dr. Lisa H. Fuller, right here on Gospel 1440 WMKM.
1: For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Apostle Lisa H. Fuller, and welcome to the broadcast. This is Lisa H. Fuller Ministries. Before we do anything else, let's go to the throne of grace. O great and gracious Father, we come before you humble. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, we give you glory, praise, and honor. We lift you up, O God, and we magnify your name. We invite the presence of Holy Spirit to be here with us in Jesus' name. Lord, minister to the listener's heart and soul and mind and spirit, as well as ours, O oh God. And it is in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Thank God and amen. Amen. Now, I want you to introduce yourself in your own way.
2: I am Minister Lorraine
1: Holtz. And how long have you been in the ministry?
2: Over 10 years, yes, it really
1: has. At what point did God tell you? Because each of us have that surrendering moment when before we go to our pastor, before we go to uh, the mother of the church or whomever, you know, when did you have that moment where you surrendered to God and said, yes, Lord, I'll do your will?
2: Oh, that was way long before then. And that was... um, Back in my early 20s, actually.
1: What did God say to you personally?
2: To step out on faith.
1: Wow. To step out on faith. And yeah. that's what this program is about. Stepping out on faith, sharing with someone else that, you know what? Step out on faith. And so what happened when you stepped out? What did he tell you to step out and do? To
2: trust him, that he would see me through that was stepping out of the boats, taking him out of the box and letting him lead me. And that's what I did. I had him in a little box and I had to take him out of the box to trust him, to guide me to go forward in the things that I thought I wanted to do, but he had to show me which way he wanted me to go.
1: Was it hard to
2: trust him? In the beginning, the answer would be yes. That's only because in my mind, what I wanted to do was not the way he wanted me to go. It's like I wanted to go to the left, and he was saying no to the right. But then there was a curve in there, but it took me right back to where he wanted me to be, what I needed to do. And the initial first place was at my job.
1: isn't that something, isn't that always the case? You know, we have it in our our minds, our plan, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, at what age we're going to do it. And this is what we expect. But God has another plan for us.
2: Yes, absolutely. Because if you look back at my education, what I'm doing now has nothing to do with my background and education. But what I'm doing is helping people, ministering to them you know, those that are lost, those are down, and just feel like there is just no hope whatsoever, then I'm that motivator. I'm that person that says, yes, you can. Just trust him. And one of my favorite things is taking one day at a time.
1: One day at a time, one step at a time.
2: Exactly. Because that's what I, is to say, I'm still a helper. I'm a minister. I I work at a college. And there, I had the opportunity to minister to so many different people that says they, they can't do it. I'm giving up. I'm too old and I can't do this. I'll never learn. And I just let them know. And I give them my own experience of how I was in school. And that I had to accept the fact that I could learn, but I learned at my own pace. And everyone has that. So when I give him that and I give him my stories and I give him the stories about when I was in school and I was facing death, but I still continued on. I didn't stop.
1: The years I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Was he there, was his rod there? Was his staff to guide you, to wreck oh, you? To wreck yes. me?
2: <laughs> uh, fast forward a little bit. When I was in school, my mother became ill. So I was working, going to school, and taking care of my mother, who was terminally ill. And again, that was nothing but trusting the Lord to help me to get through. So my story that I tell students, when they say, well, this person is sick, this is happening, that," and I give them my story, and they continue on, you know, in order to make it, and I have some students just come in and say, I need a word. I need. I just need a hug. I, I, need, I need something. I, I, I'm, I'm lost. I can't do this anymore. And I explained to him, yes, you can, but you have to be prayerful. You have to turn it over and give it to the Lord because he is the only one that can help you. I can tell you all day long, but he is the one. And
1: what I'm hearing is those students are going through the same situation that you went through. So God is using what you went through, your experiences, your personal experiences, to be able to know, have compassion on exactly what it is that they're going through.
2: That is true. As you say, we shall be witnesses to go out. So that is exactly what I do basically every day. I witness to the students, to let them know, to encourage them. Because you have some seniors that come in and says, well, I want to, but I'm too old. I'm going to be in a classroom with all of these here young people. I'll never learn. And I says, oh, yes, you can. Because your age is just a number. But it's up to you. You've made up your mind to walk through the door. So when you walk out of the door, you're going to be graduating. And I'm going to sit up there with my chest sticking open up.
1: (laughs) And, you know, You said so many things right there. We said walk through the door because the door is a metaphor for so many things. The door is the the symbol of the destiny that God has created them to go in. They are getting equipped as they walk through that door. They have made that decision
2: you
1: to walk through the door and the enemy comes to distract them.
2: Oh, yes, And and he definitely
1: will do that. So that you're never too old. Never. The, the grace of God on our lives. And I say all that to say, I remember when I was growing up and I was a kid and I thought, oh, people who are 50 were old as, as the day. And then mm-hmm. you get closer. It's like, oh, well, they're not so old. But being around students that are 20 and 18 and 19, regardless if you're 40 or if you're 50, you still seem old and you need that encouragement that is absolutely true. He uses you to minister in the marketplace. Yes. Have you experienced situations where God has taken you through and uh, you said, you know, I can't or I'm too old or I'm too young or anything like that? I mean, have you ever, the reason I ask that is, is because where did God meet you?
2: I, as I said before, I had this hunger that I needed more of his word, not that I wasn't getting it in my own, you know, church and whatnot, but I just still had a hunger. So I ended up going to school. And then I had said, when I sat in the classroom, when I was looking at this and I'm like, I can't do this. Uh-uh, I'm quitting. But then it hit. And I kept saying that I said that several times that I could not do this. But then I had to remember, I had to trust him. There was a reason. I asked for it. I wanted him. I prayed. And I said, Lord, I want to know more of your word.
1: So how, what? I'm not asking your age, but what decade of life, (laughs) decade of life were you in when you were in school? Oh, I was, I was past my Mm
2: fifties. Okay. And I ended up in school.
1: The thing is, and the witness is, one, you listen and you obeyed him. And two is, like you said, it doesn't matter how old you are. No. Do what it is that he says for you to do. And that's what I'm hearing that you did.
2: That is what I did. I did.
1: How did your faith increase as a result of doing what it is that he told you to do, even though in the natural, it didn't seem like it was possible? How did your faith Increase as a result. Now, how did you get closer to God? So, how did that happen? I mean,
2: when so- I laid in the hospital, I walked into the emergency. And when I woke up, I was a machine was breathing for me, and I was strapped down and I could not speak. And at that point, you know, all I could do was just lay there and I couldn't understand it. And I'm like, God, what is it? what is going on? What do I need? I, I, I just cried out to him. All I know is that I remember walking in the emergency room. And when I woke up, I was in the bed and the machine was breathing for me. I could not speak. There was no voice. My voice was gone and I was not breathing on my own. They had a machine breathing for me. How long I was in that conditional got to that condition. To this day, I still don't know. But I know that there was still something that I needed to do because I was on this side. I was still being seen and not viewed. And that's what I praise and I thank them as long as I laid there. And ugh, it's just mind boggling. I mean, just to, you know, and I see the people even now with this COVID. And I'm like, I understand but never give up hope, never give up mm. faith. Continue to trust him, just take him one day. And that's, I mean, I was there, I think about two weeks or so.
1: Did you feel his presence there beside you?
2: Oh, yes, I did. You know, when they had the television on and I did not want to hear the television or what was on it because it was, it had nothing to do with the Lord. It was like, turn it off. That, I didn't even, I didn't even deal with it, you know, and it was, in my head were songs and scriptures that came to my mind and whatnot that I could say. No one could hear me, but yet I could say it. So it's when you when you have a relationship. See, it's different to know about him, but yet to have a relationship with. And so I had a relationship and it increased even more, increased my faith even more to so where I'm at now that I, I know. Without a shot of a doubt, there's things and there's people that I must see and that I must speak to, to let them know the goodness of the Lord, that he can bring you through. But you've got to have faith. you got to trust him.
1: You know, and you said that because it's something that you have to know. You have to know him for yourself. Your mother can't do it. Your father can't. Your husband, your wife, you have to have, we have to have a relationship and knowing for ourselves. Yes, yes, you must, you
2: must, you must, you must. As I say, take him out of that box, trust him. Just take one day at a time, just turn it over and just throw you, you know, like when the, when the police come in and say, stick him up or whatever, <laughs> you throw your hands up. It's the same thing with him, just surrender. Cause that's what, that's what you need to do. Surrender to him and watch- That can the be household. hard.
1: Yeah, it could be hard.
2: Yes, it can. It can be. But life isn't that easy. But he's easy. He, he he tells you, my yoke is easy. Cast your burdens upon me. That's what I do. When I get down to worry, I'm like, Lord, I'm putting it in your hands.
1: You said something at the very beginning. A lot of us do this, and we, and especially when we're young is that we had our own ways, our own plans, and we're gonna go this way. And you said you went off on, the, I'm using detour, but you ended up right back at the place where he he told you to be. That comes from experience. And every experience is what I'm hearing from you. Everything that you went through was not lost, but it was for the glory of God.
2: Yes, yes. it just amazes me and I'm like, wow. But it's the trust, the relationship
1: the relationship and you yes. said relationship you did your due diligence you put you engrafted his word in your heart and uh it's knowing him spending time with him like you said and you said when you were in the hospital you said that they had the TV on but you didn't want to hear it because you had it in your heart in your mind and that's ingrafting his word to putting it into you and you said you hide heart. it in my heart put it in Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Wow. What do you have to say to the people? What do you have to say? You know, you said so many different things that was encouraging. I mean, to the different age groups, to the students, to the people who are ill. You said so many different things. What messages do you have to say to the listeners?
2: Trust trust, and believe. You say that you love, then it's an action word. So it's your trust and your belief and going forward one day at a time. That's all that it takes. It's just that one day, that one step, and he's right there with you. So regardless of how old or how young, No matter what side of the road they say that you came up on, he's there for everyone. But you've got to take the step. You've got to allow him to bring him in. He's the one that changes us, not we change ourselves. He is the one. He is the only one that can do that for you if you allow him in order to do it.
1: He's a gentleman, if you allow him. And sometimes it's hard for us to surrender because we're so used to being in control. And- (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, if we die to ourselves, if Mm -hmm. we die to ourselves, and I would rather submit to him than to be forced to or get caught up in some stuff and then don't have a choice but to, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. But you know, as they say, let him. He's knocking at the door. Open it, and he shall come in. Yes, and sup with you. And sup is not just the eating. The sup is the is the mentoring to you, to to tell you, to show you, to to guide you. He's gentle. You know, he's not going to force you. But it's up to you when you hear that knock. Open it. Open the door. Let him in. And he'll be there for you. Yes. Let him in. Let him Open in.
1: the door. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Open the door and let him in.
2: Not just crack it, but open it.
1: Just open it.
2: That's yes.
1: Open, it. <laughs> open him and let him in because invite him into your heart.
2: Yes, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. And he... In, He won't disappoint you. As I say, delay is not denial. You know, everything takes the time. That's why I say you just take one day at a time. Once you open that door, one day at a time, then you will receive your reward. Each day when I walk into my employment, I look forward to it, as I say, because I feel like and I say, Lord, I need you to lead me, guide me. Who I need to speak with today. To let them know what they can do. So I don't have any money. It doesn't matter.
1: Just continue on. And it's going to come Trusting, Trusting. I want to ask you one other thing. Um, it was about waking up. And you said being on the ventilator. Where mm-hmm. you were, not knowing what's going on, not being able to breathe for yourself. And especially during the pandemic where several, so- Several people have experienced that. Praise God, they live. Some of them, a lot of them made it through it. In addition to that, um, there is a fear and anxiety of getting it and getting ill, you know, and ending up. So you offer a word of hope the fact that God, regardless of your illness, that He will see you through.
2: Yes. He definitely will, cause like I said, when I when I woke up, when I looked up and I'm laying there. They also had me strapped down. I couldn't even move my arms or anything. But I'm like, what happened? What 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 is this? I, I, I. But no one could hear me. I'm just my mouth is just moving. But I'm like, Lord, what did I do? What do I need to do? As soon as I said, what did I do? It came back to. What do I need to do? it It was silence, and I was like, are you there? And then I'm like, yes, you're there, because I'm still here. That's what gave me the reassurance, even though that I was laying there and not being able to do anything. The reassurance is that I was there, and I knew then that there was something else for me to do. So I didn't stop, you know. True, you cry, you wonder, but I never gave up. And I just said, thank you, Lord, for this day. I'm going to rejoice. Nobody, but I'm talking to you, Lord. I'm going to rejoice because I'm here. And I thank you.
1: And that's very powerful. I want to share with the audience also. I made a comment about he's going to see you through the believers who receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. If he heals you in the natural on this side of glory, it is a wonderful and a blessed thing. However, if he chooses to take you there with him, talking about the body of Christ, the believers, then he has healed you to where there is no pain, there is no suffering, there is no Sorrow, so you win either way,
2: exactly,
1: however, the people who don't believe in Jesus do not have him as their personal Lord and Savior. It is important that they understand if they don't make a choice to receive the Lord Jesus Christ they're going to they does you have one or two choices when you leave this earth either go into heaven or you go into hell. there's no other choices, and what happens is for those who don't receive Jesus, yeah, you're going, you're not going to heaven. You're going to that other choice. And that is the reason why it is so important that we share, we evangelize, we get out in the streets, we, we stomp the streets as foot soldiers for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the kingdom of God to say, you know what? There is a savior. He is with you, he walks with you, he loves you, he's all-powerful, he's a healer, he's a keeper, he's a provider, he's a comforter. Yes And the government is on his shoulders. Mhm So I say all that to say, if this is you and you're missing something, you have lack, you have anxiety, you have fear and you don't know where you're going to spend eternity and you want to know for sure, or you haven't received the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal savior, this is an opportunity to do so. Repeat this after me, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Forgive me of my sins, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God, that you died on the cross and on the third day God the Father raised you from the grave by the power of Holy Spirit. I believe Jesus this day that you are seated at the right hand of God the Father. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If this is you and you have just prayed this prayer, we pray that Holy Spirit gives you the assurance of what it is that you have just done by making the choice of receiving the lord jesus christ as your personal savior the scriptures tell us that you will spend eternity in heaven with god amen if you don't have a church home this is a time to find one we pray that Holy Spirit gives you the assurance of what you just did. Now it's time to grow, time to learn, time to put the scriptures in and graft them in your heart.
2: Yes. If you
1: don't have a church, you can call us at 313-398-3131. We're affiliated in our network of over 4,500 churches globally. We can geographically and prayerfully connect you with a Bible-based church that teaches and preaches the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. We're talking about on the continent of Africa. We're talking about in Europe, et cetera. And not only that, but leave us a message and give us a testimony of what God has done in your life. You can contact us again at 313-398-3131 or... Visit our website, Lisa H. Fuller Ministries or Christ Arms Reaching Again, Lisa H. Fuller Ministries.org or Christ Arms Reaching Everywhere.org. It is an honor and a blessing to be here with you, Minister Lorraine. Ten seconds. Give us a, a word of encouragement. Ten seconds.
2: Ten seconds. Trust and believe that He will work it out for you. That's all. One day at a time.
1: Amen. Trust and believe that he will work it out for you one day at a time. Amen. That is a blessing. That is a blessing. I love you. We love you. But always, always, always remember that God loves you more. God bless you.
0: You have been listening to Lisa H Fuller Ministries with your host, Dr. Lisa Fuller, Senior Pastor of Christ Arms Reaching Everywhere Ministries. For information on Christ Arms Reaching Everywhere Bible study and worship services, or to make a donation to this ministry, visit Christ's Arms Reaching Everywhere.org or Lisa H Fuller Ministries.org. For prayer, give us a call at 313 398 3131. That's 313-398-3131. It's gotta hit